0: We're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We got another special post game show here on the podcast. Um, we're on our way back from um, Class 2 um, Sexuals at Staley High School and I just happen to have a special guest with me this time on the car ride back home. You might know him as the um, as the moderator of the Grand River Conference Twitter account. So if you actually see all those updates from the Grand River Conference, it's this guy that we're going to have on the podcast. His name is Jeremy Benson. Um, Jeremy, um, it's your first your first time on the podcast. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. So, um, Jeremy and I um, took the um, took the trip to Staley as um, Bishop LeBlanc, um hosted a couple of sectional games tonight. Um, with him, um, with the Grand River Conference having two representatives in that game, also. But uh, the GRC, unfortunately for Jeremy, was 0 and 2 tonight. Um, as Bishop LeBlanc advanced in both of those, we'll break down those games here shortly. For the women's game. The, the girls' game was on um, 48 to 38 was the score, and in the first quarter, on um, this game was really this game was really back and forth. Really, LeBlanc got out to an uh, eight to two lead early, but then towards the end of the quarter, Polo really just started making their way back. Um, they hit a three at the end of the at the buzzer, at the end of the first. So, um, Jeremy, just um, your thoughts on the first quarter of this game? Um I thought that Polo was having a very
1: hard time getting the ball inside. Uh blonde played great defense, and Polo was able to hit some shots, uh, three-pointers. That's not really Polo's game. I mean, Polo is better uh, inside. They're they're better at uh, you know, defensively turning the team over. So, even though Polo was able to hit that, I thought it was going to be tough for them to maintain that throughout the game.
0: So, um that was 11-13 uh, was that, was the end of the first quarter score there. Um, Tatum Studer had four points. Um, Sloan Lewis had four points there for, to lead the way for LeBlond in that quarter. And the second quarter, um, Polo really made a run in the second to try to get this lead back. They tied the game in the second on a couple different occasions. But then Bishop LeBlond was able to um, extend the lead. They extended the lead at one point up to 10. But there ended up being a nine-point deficit for Polo. At the at the half, as um, LeBlanc would take a 33 to 24 lead, going into the locker room, uh, Mr. Benson, just your thoughts on them um, the second quarter.
1: Yeah, Polo was able to continue to shoot well in the second quarter uh, to get it to 19, but then LeBlanc went on that run, the 10-0 run, and that's really what uh, I think keyed the entire game. And and Polo did make you know make a little bit of a run later, but uh, that was really the key of the entire game was that 10-0 run by LeBlanc.
0: I'll tell you what. Um, also in that, also in that second quarter, Stu- uh, T- um, Tatum Suda really felt, really was feeling it. She had a couple threes in that in that quarter. Um, got her total to 11 in the at the half. That would be what she would finish with. She wouldn't score for the rest of the game. But other Bishop of Blonde Lady Golden Eagles would step up. And the third quarter um, wasn't very much scoring at all. I believe it was around the four, three, four minute mark. In the third quarter, before um, either team hit a basket, um, both teams only ended up scoring four points apiece In the third, just um, your thoughts. Um, I don't know if it was, was it just defense, or did you uh, was it just teams going cold?
1: Uh, I think it was a combination. I know P- Polo uh, was playing better defensively. I mean that's Polo's game. They they're a good defensive team. Uh, they just weren't hitting their shots inside, and the one was having was struggling uh, trying to get their shots. But Polo was playing great defensively. Uh, I think that it just probably wore him out. And, and uh, you know, you talk about the fourth quarter in just a minute. But uh, they did play great defensively in the, fourth, in the third quarter.
0: In the fourth quarter, though, LeBlanc would um, find a way to pull away there. Keanu Herrera um, kind of quiet on the scoreboard for the first three quarters, but she would kind of insert herself into the fourth quarter. She ended up becoming the leading scorer um, for um, LeBlanc tonight with 12 points tonight. Got herself to the free throw line, got a couple baskets inside um Paulo only managed to only a couple field goals in that four-quarter, but they did get to the free-throw line a couple times. Got it to—they um, got it at one point. It was a—got um, it to—it was an eight-point—a seven-point game at one point. But Bishop LeBlanc would pull away for a 48-38 to 38 win, as we mentioned earlier on the podcast. It is LeBlanc's second straight trip to the Class 2 quarterfinals. A rematch— with Wellington, Napoleon awaits. This is the team that knocked out the Golden Eagles last year in this round. So I know Bishop LeBlanc is going to be trying to gun for revenge while at the same time trying to get themselves into the Final Four. Also, Wellington, Napoleon did beat LeBlanc earlier this year in the Richmond Tournament. LeBlanc had a 12-point had a lead at one point in that game. But Wellington, Napoleon was able to come back and win that game. So this is going to be real interesting. It's going to be a nice box office matchup for small class schools in that Class 2 um, quarterfinal on Saturday. That will take place at Liberty North. The time is 1 o'clock for that game. We got several sets of post-game here to go through. Um, I took part in a little bit of media row with um, myself, Chris Roush, Anthony Crane from the News pres. Um A bunch of us took time to talk to uh, Bishop LeBlanc girls coach Jackie Ziesel as she talked about her team's performance.
2: Okay. <laughs> Lone send help in about five minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. You All going to right. college?
3: Yeah. Let me focus here. Okay, I am ready to roll. Let's go. Oh, okay. Oh, you Yeah, i
4: okay.
3: So, Coach, what are your immediate thoughts and reactions on moving um, on to the quarterfinals?
2: Oh, man, we're just happy to be here and happy that we were able to squeak that win out. Our girls played tough. Um, wasn't our best game, but sometimes that happens, and when adversity hits us, we know how to overcome it. and when the battle comes, we should hopefully know how to overcome that as well. But um, the girls play tough. They mentally stay in the game. I'm proud of them for, you know, blocking out the noise. That was our motto to not listen to the excess crowd or anything like that. Just stay focused on what we've been practicing on all week.
0: Polo made a couple runs there. Second quarter, just kind of get back in it. What did you see from your girls at that point? Polo, I think tied it in 19,
2: 19, stage. 21, yep. yep. Um, honestly, we just tell, told them to keep being aggressive on defense and our shots will fall um, and limit them to one opportunity um, on their end for boards. So I think once we kind of switch that mindset of being aggressive um, and really shut them down on defense and not allow them to have those second opportunities allowed us some confidence on our end.
0: Tatum started off pretty well, I think, 11 points at the half. What, what gets her kind of going? What gets her able to shoot like she can?
2: Um, I don't know. She She's either hot, um, and when she's hot, she's – can't stop shooting the ball. And I think she realized that when she's got a hot hand, we tell them to shoot and not to think about it twice. So um, I think it's just mentally seeing the ball go through the net really gives our girls confidence. And when she gets off hot, hot start,
3: it spreads like wildfire through the rest of the team. Speaking of getting hot, too, the team as a whole, especially late in that second quarter, just was a shooting barrage as well to get to that double-digit lead or nine-point lead at half. So how do you feel like that's indicative as a whole of your team to have these shooting barrages and kind of just secure a win?
2: Um, man, it's it's kind of scary. Um, when they, you go to scout reports on us, I don't know who they're going to guard because we have so many um, offensive threats. Um, and defensively, they like to work and they like to gamble. Um, so it's just, it's just nice to see that our girls – are confident in these tough games, these close situations where the ball's on the line and the game's on the line that they're able to step up and shoot like that they, every single time.
0: I have no idea what the other game is. Who's winning that one, but we're getting
2: ready for Saturday. I thought they said Wellington, did, did they we, not? I, I did not hear I it. Hear is it Wellington? I assume, I, I thought maybe they Wellington. said the winner of Wellington um, and someone yeah. else. I just heard Wellington and that's what my ears have always <laughs> yeah, been yeah. hearing.
0: So All right, we'll keep it generic though. What yeah. do you have to do to get ready for Saturday
2: now? Um, um We've got to work on our defense. Um, we gave up too many transition layups tonight um, and fouls. So I think if we work on our defense, um, that's going to help limit our next opponent from the scores that we've um, played the other one um, before. So we just got to continue to be strong and confident on offense and make sure we put the ball in the hole. We struggled with that tonight. A um, couple of bunnies, that we call them, missed layups. but man if we make all of our shots like we normally do then it's gonna be gonna be a good game
3: and if the boys you know secure a win as well just how cool is it knowing that these programs have gotten this far and into state um i think for the district for both district wins it was like the first time in 20 years Uh, or so that both programs have done that so just how do you feel like these two programs have had success this year. And how does
2: it speak to the school as a whole? Man, as you look out there in the crowds, it's just so nice seeing the whole community come. And I love that the boys are here with us tonight too and experiencing with us. Um, This is our second time being here. So it's just nice that the boys are with us and bringing their crowd, I think, just amps up everybody else and the whole community and the whole school and the whole program. Um, It's been 21 years since both programs have been to this point. so it's just exciting that we've got so much talent coming to LeBlanc and continues to come to LeBlanc.
0: That was Bishop LeBlanc girls coach Jackie Z. So it's always a pleasure to have her on the podcast. Um, we also had a couple players here on postgame. As I mentioned earlier, um, LeBlanc was led in scoring tonight by Kiana Herrera. She had 12 points on the night, and she had um, she took time with me after the game to join me on the podcast to discuss tonight's game. So. We're here at Staley High School for the Class 2 sectional play where the Bishop LeBlanc Lady Golden Eagles just defeated the Polo Panthers. 48-38 to 38 was the final score. We are here with senior Kiana Herrera. Um, Kiana, just um, your thoughts on the ball game tonight.
4: Super proud of everybody. Um, you know, we really wanted to get through to this game and win so we could get that redemption game that we've been wanting all season ever since we lost to them early in the season. So super excited about that game, and we're definitely ready to get uh, redemption and possibly beat them, which I know we can do.
0: Paulo made a couple runs there in the second quarter. Um, can you just talk about um, the adjustments that uh, were made in the huddle and on the court to kind of flip the switch a little bit to get the lead up to nine in the s- a half?
4: So when we stop uh, moving the ball and we try to do it one-on-one, that's when we really, really struggle. You know, there's so much talent on this team, so it's hard sometimes to want to move the ball and trust each other. But that's how any basketball team wins games is trusting your teammates and trusting your coaches and trusting everyone with the ball. And I think that's what we really shifted was moving the ball more and more, and that's what got us back in the game.
0: Uh, Second half, your looks really started to pick up. um, Really, your scoring also started to pick up. Um, Just talk about uh, what you saw from the difference from the first half to the second half.
4: Um, you know my shots weren't really falling tonight and that's gonna happen, but I can't get down on myself. I have to trust my teammates like I said and you know um, when they feed me the ball inside That's where I'm gonna get my points. That's fine. You know, it just depends on the night So I'm super proud of them for uh, trusting in me even though I wasn't really on and using each other to Get back in the game
0: uh, obviously, last year you were a bit, so um, you didn't really get to taste this matchup coming up in quarters last year with um, Wellington Napoleon. But I imagine you probably know um, a lot about it. Probably going to, um, talk with the other girls. Um, just how, just talk about how big it is to um, advance to a quarterfinal. Um, and then, uh, what do you want to see? Uh, what do you want to see carry over from tonight's game, and what do you want to see improve?
4: I'm super excited. You know, I've been to three quarterfinals in total um, in my whole career, so it's really exciting to get to another one. And you know, this game is super important for all of us, and I think it can really show how much we've improved during the season and how much we want it. Um, and I just want to really bring all of our energy and all of our ball movement to the table, and I think that's really going to help us win the game.
0: Well, Kiana, thank you so much for coming on the podcast as always. Um, Congratulations on the victory, and uh, we'll see you guys on Saturday. Thank you. That was LeBlanc senior, Kiana Herrera. Uh, The second-leading scorer for the night for Bishop LeBlanc was Tatum Studer. She had all of her points in the first half, but once again, like I said, LeBlanc was able to have several different players step up. Um, Katie Beam also, also got on the scoreboard tonight. She had nine points tonight just outside of double-digit scoring tonight for Bishop LeBlanc. also had an opportunity after the game to catch up with Tatum Studer after the game, and here's my interview with her, and that's coming up right now. We're still here at Staley High School for the Class 2 sectionals where the Bishop LeBlanc Lady Golden Eagles defeated the Polo Panthers tonight. 48-38 to was the final score. We are here with Junior Tatum Studer. Um, Tatum, um, just your um, thoughts on tonight's game.
3: Um, I think it was amazing. I think we knew we needed this win to go and get our second shot at that state run.
0: Um. Polo made a couple runs there in the second quarter, um, really got the game um, tied there several times. Um, what do you think really flipped the switch for you guys to really take a nine point lead up to a um, double digit lead in the second quarter?
3: Honestly, I think we all we all had the, we all were able to maintain that confidence and so we knew we just needed to get back in and maintain stability and when they made that run we had to keep going at them.
0: In the first half, you were really feeling it out there, especially from three. What's going through your mind out there whenever you're out there and you're, um, you're uh, you get hot like that?
3: Definitely rhythm. I can definitely tell when I'm when it's going to go in, when it's not going to go in, and so when it leaves my hand, I'm usually pretty confident about it.
0: Well, on Saturday, um, quarterfinal matchup, um, again, um, you guys were in the spot last year. Um, Same song and dance with Wellington, Napoleon. Um, I know you guys played them earlier in the year. Um, Just talk about um, what you want to see carry over from tonight's game, and what do you want to see improve not only from this game but from the earlier matchup at the Richmond tournament?
3: Um, Definitely defense, definitely coming out into that third quarter. We're pretty strong in the first and second. It's just coming out into that third and fourth. But we're pretty hungry, and so I think we really want this.
0: Well, Tatum, thank you so much for coming on the podcast as always. Um, congratulations on your performance. Thank you so much. righty, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kiana, Herrera, Tatum, Suter, and Coach Jackie Ziesel for coming on the podcast. LeBlanc will play Wellington Napoleon at Liberty North on Saturday. Uh, let's get on to the um, bo- to the boys' game now. Uh, Bishop LeBlanc, uh, their boys made it to sectionals. They defeated North Andrew the other night to clinch Class 2 District 16. While Gallatin was able to upset the top two seeds in District 15 to get to this point, a victory in the semifinals against Plattsburgh, and then they upset the one seed West Platt to get themselves here to the sexual round. And the first quarter, I mean, it was uh, LeBlanc jumped out on them early in this game. And um, it's gonna be a pretty uh, theme. It's gonna be a. We're gonna talk about that again here. LeBron was able to jump out. I think it was a fifteen to five at one point. But um, Jeremy, just your thoughts on um, Bishop LeBlanc and Gallatin boys in the first quarter.
1: One of the things that really uh, surprised me was the fact that Gallatin uh, really didn't run with them. Uh, Gallatin is a team they average 65 points a game they're they're a team that like likes to press they like to run they're a three-point shooting team and and I felt that they were just slow tonight and and they really started the game off really slow
0: well Va are out hot there in that first quarter in the second quarter Gallatin would um find themselves back into the game um, They went on a run at the beginning of the second quarter and into the second quarter um, gotta check and see. I have to remember. Please forgive me what the halftime score is. Doing this on the fly here, so please forgive me here. So go back on the Cliff notes podcast. You can follow the Cliff notes podcast on Twitter at CliffNotes underscore Pod. You can follow us there. Um, LeBlanc was that was a twenty-one to sixteen lead at the half. There, uh, Gallatin um cut a what was a ten-point deficit in the first quarter, cut it down to five. At the half, just um, Jeremy, your thoughts on them um, Gallatin's performance heading towards um, heading towards the half?
1: They were able to close the gap, but I felt uh, they were still struggling a little bit to score. Uh, they were able to play well defensively, but it was LeBlanc was still taking them out of their game most of that uh, second half or most of that first half.
0: So we get into the third quarter. Um, Gallatin. Um, Gallatin would actually grab the lead in the third quarter. Um, It was a it was a really really close ball game. Really, the third quarter never really got out of hand, but it was really really close. Um, It ended up being a um, a 29 to 27 lead for Gallatin at the end of the third quarter. Just um, Mr. Benson, your thoughts on just how the Bulldogs were able to get back into the game and get get the lead in the third. They started some
1: transition. They, they started hitting their shots. Bird started getting uh, some shots down low. They had a few uh, a good passes inside where they were able to attack the defense. Uh, they started playing more like I'm used to seeing Gallatin play. Uh, so it, it was something where I, I thought at that point Gallatin uh, really was taking control of the game in the third quarter. Uh, but, you know, the story turned a little bit in the fourth.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. I know um, him and I talked um, off um, off sound here. We, uh, we we kind of alluded to it here a little bit in the girls game, just how that run by the LeBlanc girls in the second quarter made the difference. But it was the LeBlanc boys run in the fourth quarter is what made the difference. Um, Golden Eagles, they would go on a 15 to nothing run. It would become a 17-2 run at one point. They just got hot. Chris Golden, or Golden or uh, please forgive me if I'm saying that wrong, but um, he he went off from three tonight, ended up finishing. I think he finished with 17 or 18 points. I was on the um, on the box score tonight. That was actually um, yes, yes, it was 17, 17. He finished with um, but I'll tell you what though, LeBlanc not only grabbed the lead back, they grabbed it in a big big way and unfortunately um, Gallatin just couldn't hit enough baskets in the fourth quarter to try to um, cut into the lead and we had a final score. Um, As I told um, Coach Gears you're going to hear here on the postgame show, this is not a typo, this is not a misprint. The same final score, 48-38 to was the final LeBlanc boys prevailed over Gallatin. Just um, your thoughts overall on the fourth
1: well it just got away from gallatin they had uh leblon with his shot gallatin would come back and make a mistake uh you know had one point where they just dribbled the ball out of bounds or fell down they had a, a pass inside uh to Fiden and he couldn't handle it i mean ju- they would just make mistakes and then LeBlanc they they had about five possessions in a row where they hit a shot and and without gallatin scoring on those possessions and make a mistake it just got away and it got away at the wrong time for them they didn't have a chance to catch up
0: yeah, uh, so uh, LeBlanc boys able to uh, join the girls in the quarterfinal round. They will have a matchup with Lakeland at two forty-five, same site um, as the girls' game at Liberty North. Um, real quick here, I just want to give a shout out to Polo and Gallatin on just um, two tremendous seasons out of the Grand River Conference. Of um, the Grand River Conference has had some tremendous basketball in it this year. And when we talked about Polo and Gallatin tonight, um, we talked about the Stanberry game. Mm-hmm. Last night, uh, I know uh, we don't get we don't cover Putnam County here on this podcast, but they're they're on a tremendous run as well. Just to, Jeremy, just overall, your thoughts on just the um, basketball scene of the Grand River Conference this year? Well, they had
1: seven teams win district, four boys, three girls. Uh, it's been one of the best seasons uh, in the Grand River Conference in a while. Uh, all seven of those teams won at least twenty games. Uh, it, it's really been a been a pretty good season. Uh, for the Grand River Conference. You know, Isaac Bird for Gallatin tonight, uh, you know, he, aver- he averaged uh, 21 points a game. Uh, really close to Zane Reed from Pattinsburgh. Uh, I'll run the numbers tonight to see who was the leading scorer, but I think they were like neck and neck. Uh, as a leading scorer. And then Katie Pauly from Milan on the girls' side. You know, she passed the 3,000-point mark this year. Um, I don't have her score scores from tonight, but, uh, you know, they, they lost tonight uh, on the girls' side. So, But she's going to be going to Missouri State this year, and Milan was a great team. And, and you had teams like uh, St. Joe Christian who, uh, you know, coming off a six-win season and won 21 games this year, winning their districts. And South Harrison girls who also won, I think, four or five games last year and, and and improved and trenton girls improved tremendously and so there's a, a lot of uh a lot of good teams this year and um that you didn't see in the last few seasons in the Grand uh, River conference
0: and absolutely shout out to saint joe christian the girls also uh, uh, hanging tough there with platte valley the number one team in the state hot tongue tough with them only lost by 13 points uh that was just a tremendous performance what a bright future for uh, coach aaron patrick and his team but um if you want to, um, if you want to find all your information about the Grand River Conference, you could, um, Jeremy. Where can um, where can people find you at on Twitter and on on the rest of social media? Uh, so, Twitter it's it's Grand River Conf. So
1: Grand River Conf. Uh, that's uh, also tr- on Twitter and Facebook. Also, GrandRiverConference.com. com. Uh, you can go there and also has links to the, to the Twitter, to the Facebook and to my blog on there. So, uh, website is updated pretty much every night after the games. And so you can go to, uh, go to the grand
0: river conference.com and, and all the links are there. Well, Jeremy, I always know you um, do tremendous work there covering the um, Grand River Conference. And um, I want to thank you so much for not only allowing me to um, take part on this trip with you to um, Staley tonight, but also joining me here on the postgame show, breaking down some basketball games. Um, do a tremendous job on the um, on the website, on the blog, on the um, Twitter account. Um, any information to Grand River Conference, you're always very, very on top of it. So, Jeremy, thank you so much for um, coming on tonight. You're welcome. Alrighty, that is up uh, Jer- that is Jeremy um, Benson from the Grand River Conference social media. Um, we're gonna leave off here with some post-game comments from LeBlanc boys coach Mitch Gearis. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. The class two sectionals just concluded here at State League. The Bishop LeBlanc made it a sweep tonight. Their boys team defeated Gallatin tonight, 48 to 38. That is not a typo. Same score as the girls score. So we are here with um LeBlanc boys coach Mitch Gearis. i um, coach. Um I don't know how much time you've had to take this all in right now. Just how do you feel right now? I feel great. You know, it's, it's, it's just another, another game, uh,
5: another two practices that I get to spend with my boys that I really care about and appreciate. So um, anytime I can extend our season, it's a, it's a great night.
0: Um, what, can we talk about real quick, um, The um, you guys got real hot there in the first quarter and then kind of in the second and the third kind of let them back into the game, even um, let them take the lead there in the, uh, at the end of the third. Um, can you just talk about um, what the turnaround was from the first quarter to the middle two quarters?
5: You know, it really, it really just kind of boils down to we've been doing things right defensively all night. Um, you know, they had 28 or whatever points when they took the lead, so we weren't worried about that end. It was just being, being smart, being patient, and making some timely baskets. And, you know, there late in the third, early in the fourth, we really got going from the perimeter and then opened up some things inside. And, you know, our, our kids just battled their tails off, man. They, they could have folded up when they took the lead, but we dug in and, and played harder. And, you know, got some shots to fall finally after a couple of bad nights shooting it and, and really kind of just carried us to the end.
0: Well, Coach, um, you know, it's about how you finished the game. Um, in the fourth quarter, not only did you guys come back to take the lead, but you guys um, came back and stormed in a major way. Sure. Um, it was up to a 17-2 run at one point in the fourth. Chris got hot from three. Um, can you just talk about what really flipped a sw- what really flipped the switch there in the fourth quarter? You know, our ball movement was better
5: in the fourth quarter. Our kids started getting the ball side to side a little more instead of just trying to attack on that first side we did a little bit better job of getting the ball side to side and then attacking and then we you know we just happened to find some shooters chris found it a few times wide open and again just making shots we just got to score a little bit and that's what we did
0: I know um, a, I know a lot of tension's been on the girls' team here, but um, you guys, uh, with this win tonight, will get to experience the same thing as them. Um, a class two um, trip to the quarterfinals. Um, how, what does it mean to get your team to the quarters, and not only that, but really get to experience it all at the same time with the girls?
5: Yeah, it's, it's special to me because I care about these kids so much. Um, for, I've been preaching to them for, for four years that we have an opportunity here to do something special. And... You know, I didn't, I didn't know if they believed me, but I think they finally figured out that they have the opportunity to do something special here. And then as well as being able to do it along with our girls team, um, it's great for our community, it's great for our school, um, and it's great for our, the environment.
0: Well, Coach, um, congratulations on the big win tonight. Um, thank you so much for um, joining me here on the podcast, and um, good luck to you guys on Saturday. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. That was LeBlanc boys coach Mitch sub LeBlanc, they will face Lakeland on Saturday, at the same time, at the same place as the LeBlanc girls, at Liberty North High School, that will take place at 2:45 p.m. on Saturday. Class three quarterfinal scores include East Buchanan girls defeating Milan 38 to 34. Was the score there? East Buchanan will take on Eldorado Springs at one o'clock at Blue Springs. That will be where that quarterfinal takes place. Eldorado Springs was the team that the Benton girls beat in that thrilling quarterfinal game at Benton last March. In the boys' game, Mid-Buchanan was able to defeat Milan tonight, 49-33. Dragons have a matchup with Lafayette County at 245, same place as the East Buchanan girls at Blue Springs. Other scores include the MIAA tournament tonight. That kicked off. And the Missouri Western Men, they fall to Roger State tonight. 52-49 was the score there. Tayfield's finishes with 12 points. And 12 rebounds, Western ends their season at 13-17 thir- and 17 on the season. Now, tomorrow's schedule, I will be at Benton High School for Class 4 District 16 Girls Championship. Benton girls will be playing Chillicothe. That game kicks off at 6 o'clock. And then on Class 6 District 8, the Central girls have an opportunity to win a district championship. They will be facing Park Hill at the host school. Park Hill is the host school. Of that tournament, that game will kick off tomorrow at seven o'clock. I want to thank um Jeremy Benson from the Grand River Conference social media for joining me here tonight. I want to thank um LeBlanc Lady um, Lady Eagles coach Jackie Ziso, um Lady Eagles Keanu Herrera and Katum, um, Tatum Studer. I want to thank you all for coming on the podcast. I um and I also wanna thank LeBlanc Boys Coach Mitch Gears for coming on. Also, until tomorrow night, take care, everybody.